It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the weekend is nearly back with us. It is a Friday, April the 14th for 2023 and yesterday we were in Bondi talking and finding out about uh, the beach, the bikinis, uh, Sydney's hotspot and what that area was doing. Today we are going to Turak in Melbourne to get a sense of the premium property market with Antoinette Nido from RT Edgar and a very good morning to you Antoinette. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Good morning Craig, thank you for having me. Now, if you look at some of the media stories from last year coming out of Melbourne that had people talking, more so than any other area of Melbourne, Turak was dominating the news from Ed Craven, the crypto dealer, to properties that were selling well over reserve. Now, 2023, would it be fair to say that it's kind of just picked up where it left off from last year with plenty of attention on to rack? Yes, I agree with that. There, there are many cashed up buyers in that 20 plus category. My recent sale of Darn Lee at 33 Lancel Road is an example where we have seven bidders vying for one high end property with six buyers missing out. All right, so we'll find out a little bit more about that sale in just a moment. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a first-time buyer, know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And since we are in Turak this morning, can you name, especially if you live in Melbourne, can you name the five most expensive suburbs in Melbourne when it comes to property? What is number five? If you've got Armadale as number five, you would be correct. Number four is Melbourne. Number three is Hawthorne. Number two is Brighton, and of course, number one, none other than Turak. If you got all five, well done. If you're celebrating your birthday today for April the 14th, happy birthday. You're sharing your birthday. Funny guy, Robert Carlyle, the Englishman. He was in train spotting in that very funny movie, The Full Monty. He is celebrating his 61st birthday today. It's the main centre forecast. And let's check on Sydney's weather. It's going to be a little bit wet with some showers to ease and your high of 22 today. Melbourne partly cloudy but it should be mainly dry. 23 is your forecast top. In Brisbane, fine and sunny, 28. And in Perth, expecting one or two showers and becoming quite windy for a period for today. And your high just 19 degrees. We're a lot more than just real estate. 
but to have 118 groups for the duration of the campaign and of the 118 you know 15 request contracts and express genuine interest were, were great numbers to experience who wouldn't want to drive an aston martin car well james bond does obviously so there you go i don't think it's necessarily something that that happens or is replicated the world over but it seems to work in dubai I think it has become a hotspot because there has been excessive demand from interstate and some local investors. And I think that's something to be cautious of. 11th rate rise announcement this afternoon, which of course started back in May of last year. So tell us what the RBA's decision has been. I think you can feel the sigh of relief from the East Coast to the West Coast with that announcement. The RBA has decided to give everyone a little bit of relief this month. Available for breakfast from 6am. Then, on the drive to work, or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. And we are back with Antoinette Nido from RT Edgar. And I'm really curious, Antoinette, because you've got an interesting backstory about how you became involved in the real estate market. I think some 20 years ago, you bought the family home through Jeremy and Warwick from RT Edgar. And now you have been working in the real estate market, uh, do I understand it correctly, for the last four years? That's correct, Craig. I love what I do, but that's how I came to be in real estate. I'm a mum of three kids, had been a successful property investor. I wanted to start up a business as a buyer's advocate. And in order to do that, you needed experience. So I rang Jeremy Fox and Warwick Anderson, from whom we had bought our family home 20 years ago. And they said, yes, we'd love to have you. And being a property investor, you've got some business uh, capabilities as opposed to somebody that doesn't have business now. How difficult was it, though, for you starting there in Turak, your real estate career, starting and establishing yourself? Look, it's not without its challenges. Even though I had a great background, I liked people and I think that's what really helped me. It's uh, establishing yourself as an agent. I hadn't been an agent before, so it just took time. But I always focused on the client, doing the absolute best for the client. And I just started very slowly, did one thing well for the client, got a great result for one client, they tell someone else, and then it snowballed. You mentioned that you have sold a property for 20 or around that $20 million mark, and there were so many people that missed out. And now you're dealing with these people that have missed out, trying to get them into Turak. Yes, absolutely, Craig. So it was a very unusual property, a heritage mansion configured as a 47-room nursing home. It sold for a very high price, but the unusual thing about it is that there were seven bidders. So six buyers missed out on that property. It sold in the quote range of 20 to $22 million, undisclosed. But I'm now working with six buyers that have a budget between $20 million and $35 million to spend for something in Turak. And there is a very, very strong demand for premium high-end properties in Turak and more buyers than there are properties. So the momentum is certainly there in the market at the top end. 
Yeah, that might surprise a lot of people because, you know, we talk often about different speeds of the market in different cities and states. And then we have a suburb like a Turak that just seems to run at its own independent speed. Why is that, do you think? It's a fabulous suburb with so many high-end homes. So there's a great variety. There is the supply here that you have you don't have in other suburbs. And if you have a look at the BRW Rich List, Turak is the home of most billionaires in Australia. So it has a lot going for it as a suburb. Now, because that there's a lot of cash buyers, however, in Turak, how much of an effect is talking about the market reaching the bottoming out level? Is that something that actually applies to Turak or is sentiment still alive and well in Turak? Look, it's a good question, Craig. Sentiment certainly does affect the market in Turak because, as you say, there are many segments of the market. So the median house price in Turak is currently $5.9 million, and that's up about 9% in 12 months. But there are, you know, different segments of the market do react differently. So things like apartments and townhouses have been tough in the last 12 months. But a $30 million turnkey home, we would have more buyers for that than homes available. And there's a big spectrum in between. So I recently sold a beautiful property by Christopher Doyle at Nine Landon Place in Turak. One inspection, 24 buyers, three bidders, and we got an outstanding result for our vendors there. And that was a beautifully designed home that was suitable to a downsizer but also big enough for a family and it had all the bells and whistles you know basements beautifully done great outdoor area natural light so it's giving giving you an indication of what the demand is in the in the market and of course globally melbourne recently was ranked fifth most expensive of all properties to buy in the world with Sydney at number two and probably like Turak, uh, Mossman and areas uh, like that in Sydney probably punch well above their weight. How many of these international buyers are you currently dealing with because one gets the sense that there's a few hanging around? It's very, very true. So my last few sales have certainly been to overseas buyers, cashed up, fly in. They want something straight away. They're very discerning. So they don't want to buy anything. They're very, they're educated, they're savvy, and it's about quality. So not all homes are going to fly out the door, but certainly there is a very strong presence in the market from overseas buyers. And what sort of a 2023 for the next uh, four to six months do you anticipate? Well, I'm very busy sourcing high-end homes, over $20 million for, I have a list of very qualified buyers ready to buy now. All right. Well, lovely to talk to you, Antoinette, and all the best for dealing and working in the two-rack market for somebody that has been working for just four years, made the switch into real estate. It sounds like you are going pretty well. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thanks so much, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 